This is a sicha from Lakuta Sichas, Chelik Tezvav, Parshas Vayeshev, Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha, we learn about what Rashi calls Yeshuve Yaakov Vitaldesov, which is the journeys and settlements of Yaakov and his offspring. And Chazal explained with a marshal its connection to the Yeshuve Esav Vitaldesov, which was just taught at the end of the previous parsha, the end of Parshas Vayishlach. And there are five parts in the sicha, the rebel number one. Ask that the mushal doesn't seem to fit with the nimshal. Number two, ask two questions on the details of the mushal. Number three, ask about three changes that Rashi has in the mushal, because Rashi also brings this mushal in his Pirish on the Chumash. Number four, explain the inner meaning of the mushal. And number five, based on this, answer all the questions. Chazal present the Moshal to explain the smichus, the juxtaposition of the beginning of Parshas Vayeshev, which relates the Yeshuvah Yaakov Vitoldesov, to the end of Parshas Vayishlach, which relates the Yeshuvah Esav Vitoldesov. And by the Toldes of Esav, it goes all the way until the kings of Edom, and even beyond that, the chieftains who came afterwards. And the Moshal is of a king who had a margolis, a pearl, which was thrown among the offer and Sreiris, the earth and the pebbles. The king needed to search through the offer and Sreiris in order to remove the margolis from them. And when the king found the margolis, he left the offer and Sreiris and busied himself with the margolis. And the same applies in our context. We cannot get to the Yeshuvah Yaakov Vitoldesov unless we first recount, at least in short, the account of the Yeshuvah Esav Vitoldesov. And we find a similar concept. This is brought all in the Medrash, the Medrash mentions this, regarding the ten generations from Adam to Noach and the ten generations from Noach to Avram, that the Torah tells us about them, these ten generations between Adam and Noach and the ten generations between Noach and Avram, it tells us about them in short, each one had a son and it says it very briefly. And then when he reached the pearls, which were Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov, so then Hashem busied himself with them. So this is the Medrash. And we have to understand over here, because L'cha'era, seemingly, the Moshal doesn't fit with the Nimshal. By the examples that the Medrash brings, there's the examples of the ten generations from Adam to Noach and the ten generations from Noach to Avram. So since there's a gap between Adam to Noach and between Noach to Avram, so therefore the Torah has to recount, at least in short, all the generations that are in between them until arriving to what's important. Like in the Mashal, where the Margolis is hidden in the offer, and therefore one has to search in the offer until finding the Margolis. But in contrast, Yaakov is the son of Yitzchak. So why do we need to search among Esav and his offspring in order to get to Yaakov and his offspring? We could go directly from Yitzchak to Yaakov and there's no need to go through Esav. So now we're going to support the question by negating a possible answer. So regarding the events of Esav, which did have a connection to the Yeshuvah Yaakov, like the story of the Brachas of Yitzchak, so then we can say that in these areas Yaakov, which is like the Margolis, the gem, is hidden and mixed in the offer, in the sand and the dirt, the earth and the pebbles of Esav, meaning that the Torah must relate these matters of Esav in order to get to what happened with Yaakov. And we can also explain the story of how Esav settled in Harseir. We can explain how it is relevant to the Yeshuvah Yaakov, because only after Esav settled in Harseir did Yaakov become the only Yerush of Eretz Yisrael. However, in addition to this not being entirely smooth, it's not entirely glott, because the Mashal speaks of the pearl being hidden in the earth, and one has to search for it because it's hidden. However, here, it's not that it, Yaakov is hidden in Esav, it's just that there's a connection, or at most a mixture. So it's not a good mushal. The mushal is where the Margolis, the pearl, which, represent ya- which represents Yaakov, is hidden in the earth and the pebbles. But the, our explanation over here is now how it is not 
how it's hidden, how Yaakov's hidden in Esav, but rather how there is a mixture, a connection between them. But besides for that, the question is very great, because the Pasuk relates the offspring of Esav all the way until the kings of Edom, who reigned Lefnei Melech Melech Vene Yisrael, which is all the way to the times of Shalom Melech. And it then continues with the Alufei Esav, the chieftains of Esav, who came even after that. So how can we say that Yaakov is even mixed with that, let alone that the Yeshuvah Yaakov told Esav are hidden in that? We also need clarification about a few of the details in the Moshal to understand what they mean in the Nimshal. And we're going to point out two of them. Number one is, what's the offer and Sreiris in the Nimshal? The Moshal talks about a pearl of Margolis lost in offer and Sreiris. What is the significance of offer and Sreiris in the Nimshal? And number two, why does the Moshal have to say, he niyechas offer? Of course, he niyechas offer. Let's look at the mashal. It says mashal amelech shahayulei margolis mushlechas besecha offer uvesecha tsreiris. It's a mashal to a king who had a pearl which was thrown and lost in the earth and in the pebbles. Hutzrach amelech lefashbeish baoffer uvetsreiris. So the king had to search through the offer and the tsreiris lahitzis amargolis metechem in order to take the margolis out of them. And then it should have concluded kishiyagia amelech lamargolis when the king arrived and found the margolis nisasikba. He then occupied himself with it. Why does he have to say, he niyachesa offer of Esatzreiris? He put aside the offer in the Tzreiris. Of course he put them aside. He was only going through them, as it says throughout the whole Mashal, in order to find the Margolis. To add to this, we see that Rashi also brings this Mashal in his Pirish on the Torah. And we know that there are in Yonim of Flame in Rashi. And when we look at Rashi's Pirish, we see that there are a few changes. So let's see what Rashi says. Rashi says, It's a mashal to a margolis that fell into the chel, the sand. A person searches in the chel, and he sifts it with a sifter, until he finds the margolis. And once the person finds the margolis, the person throws the tzreiris, the pebbles, from their hand, and they take the margolis. And so there are three differences over here, three changes that Rashi makes. Number one, Rashi says not just mimashmish bachel, similar to the medras that says lefashvish ba'offer, but Rashi also adds v'kaivre b'kvara, that he sifts it with a sifter. Now even though we have this kaivre b'kvara in a medrash elsewhere, but over there the whole style and the, the muscle is brought in a completely different way, not related to here. So it doesn't explain why Rashi takes it from there, if he even takes it from there and inserts it over here. Number two, at the beginning of the Marshal, Rashi speaks about a Margolis shall nafla bein hachel. It only it says he fell, just says chel, doesn't mention anything else. But then at the end it says that when the person finds it, mashlech esat the person throws the tsreiris. So what's this switch from the beginning saying chel and at the end saying tsreiris? And number three, in the Medrash it says that once the person finds it, then he niyech has to offer. The person puts aside the offer of Esat Sreiris. And Rashi changes it to, not he niyech, but rather mashlech Esat Sreiris. The person throws away the Sreiris. So what is the significance of these three things in the mashal that Rashi brings? Regarding the second question, that it starts off talking about chil, and it ends off talking about Sreiris, so the morale explains that the reason it says Sreiris at the end and not chil, is in order to explain why the Pasuk no longer talks about the Yeshuvah Esav once it tells us and talks about the Yeshuvah Yaakov. The reason is because all the later Yeshuvah Esav aren't needed for those of Yaakov, and therefore they are like Sreiris that need to be thrown out. So it's telling us that the earlier ones are like Chel, and the later ones are like Tzreiris, and Tzreiris have to be thrown out. However, this explanation is difficult to understand. 
Because in addition to the fact that according to this, there isn't any Chiddush in Mashlech Hazatzreiris, there's no need even to write Mashlech Hazatzreiris, because the idea that once he gets to the Yeshuvah Yaakov Yitoldesav, he no longer speaks of the Yeshuvah Esav Yitoldesav, is already understood from what it says that he searches Atshemaisei Esamar Golis. So it's only up to that point. So obviously once he gets to that point that he's Maitzah the Margolis, then he's Mashlech Hazatzreiris. So there's no need to even write these words, Mashlech HaZetzreris. But in addition to that, according to this, the person never had to search by the Tzreris. Because the Tzreris refers to the Yeshuvei Esav Etel Deisov that have nothing to do with the Yeshuvei Yaakov Etel Deisov. However, from Rashi it's clear that it's also mixed with the Tzreris. Because Rashi says, Misha Maitzei when the person finds the Margolis, then they throw away the Tzreris. Which indicates that beforehand it's mixed together. Mixed together. And this is also seen in the Medrash that speaks about the Margolis that is mixed in offer and Tzreiris. The explanation in all of this, and also answering our first question, that the whole Moshul doesn't seem to fit with the Nimshul, so the purpose of the Yeshuvah Yaakov Yitoldesov isn't just that Yaakov and his sons should settle in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Rather, as Yaakov told Esav, Ad Asher Avay El Sehira. And this refers to, as Rashi tells us, the fulfillment of the yield of the Nevoah, the prophecy of, of Bimea Mashiach, in the days of Mashiach, of Olam Mashiach, Baratzin, Lishpetes, Ar Esav. And so this is the intent of Chazal with the Marshal of the Margolis. We are not primarily discussing over here the Yeshuvah Yaakov, it told Esav, on their own, which regarding them, you indeed cannot say that they are hidden in the Yeshuvah Esav, it told Esav. There isn't that type of mixture. Rather, we're talking about the ultimate goal and purpose which Yaakov has to achieve with the Yeshuva Yaakov Yitoldesav, which is Bimea Mashiach when Avay Seira. And since this is achieved through the Aveda in and with Yeshuva Esav Yitoldesav, as we'll explain, so therefore it means that the ultimate goal and purpose of Yaakov is hidden in Esav, because you have to go through Esav, as we're going to explain throughout the Sicha, in order to get to the ultimate Yeshuva Yaakov Yitoldesav, which is Bimea Mashiach. And now we can also understand why the Torah details the Yeshuvah Esav Etel Deisav, which are the kings of Edom, until the days of Shaul HaMelech. Why does it go till Shaul HaMelech? Because Shaul HaMelech was Mashiach Hashem. And if the Yidden were Zahu, they were meritorious, so then the Nevuah of Olam Yishim, Ratzin Lishpetas Esav, would have been fulfilled through him. So therefore it goes till then, because that's how it could have happened, that through Esav, as we'll see what that means, we could have went to the time of Shaul HaMelech, which is Mashiach Hashem, and it would have been fulfilled the Nevuah of Olam Yishim, it would have been the Yimei Mashiach. Now we're going to move on to explain what is the Aveda in and with Yeshuva Esav Etel Esav, and in the process we'll understand why the Marshal speaks both about Offer and Sreiris. What is the significance of Offer and Sreiris in the Nimshal, which was the second question. So this is the reason for the two elements of Offer and Sreiris in the Marshal, because there are two ways in the Birr and Mishpat of Lishpet Eshar Esav which is the Aveda in and with Yeshuvah Esav et Esav. One is the manner in which Esav will be refined, La'asad Lavei, as we find regarding a number of nations, that La'asad Lavei, they will be transformed, as it says, Ki oz And also, as it's hinted to in the teaching of Chazal, this, that Esav will be refined, La'asad Lavei, it says that Asid Chazer Litar, which Chazer alludes to Edim, and then the second one is the aspect of Esav, which is Ra Gomor, and which has to be destroyed. As it says, There'll be nothing remaining of them. And this is similar to the two elements of Offer and Sreiris. Offer conceals and covers up. Like in the Moshal, where it covers and conceals the Margolis. However, it's not Ra Gomor. 
something which conceals and covers up, it's not toiv, it's covering over it, but it's not ragomer, and it can be transformed to good, to the extent that we could benefit from it, like a peel that protects the fruit, and so too over here, like it says, So this is the part of the gashmius, that even though it indeed is gashmius, and it's a clip where it covers up and conceals, but it's not ragomer, and it can be transformed to good. And then there was Tzreiris. Tzreiris is not just something which conceals to the extent that we can't get any benefit from it. So it's a much greater concealment. But moreover, it's a Dover Amazek, as, as it's found in Shas, by the damages of an animal, that it talks about Tzreiris as one of the forms of damaging, which is something that we have to destroy. So this is the Aveda in and with Yeshuva Esav Etoldesav. There's the parts of the world that cover and conceal. However, it's not Ragomer, and it could be transformed to good and even benefit the, the Tev and Kedusha. And then there's things that not only do the conceal to the extent that you can never benefit from them, but even furthermore, they are a Dover Amazek and they have to be entirely destroyed. And so this corresponds to the two parts of the, in the Mashal of Ofer and Tzreiris, where it's talking about how do you get to the Margolis? How do you get to the Yeshuva Yaakov Vitoldesov, which represents the coming of Mashiach, it's through Yeshuva Esav Vitoldesov, through the Avedis Abirurim, which has two parts to it, that of the Offer and that of the Tzreiris. Now we're going to further explain the whole Aveda in and with Yeshuva Esav Vitoldesov, and why that's what brings about the ultimate Yeshuva Yaakov Vitoldesov, which, as we said, is the coming of Mashiach. Yaakov achieves his ultimate goal and purpose, which means the coming of Mashiach when the promise of Verav Yaved Tsair is fulfilled through Lishpetas Esav, which is Avedis Abirurim. So the reason Bepnimius, why Esav is called the Rav, and the ultimate goal and purpose of Yaakov depends on Verav Esav Yaved Tsair Yaakov, meaning through Lishpetas Esav. So the reason this is the case is similar to a person needing Chai Tsaymeach and Daimem which is lower than the person, in order to live and do what needs to be done. Similarly, it's by Verav Yavit Sa'ir. The Sherish of Esav is higher than the Sherish of Yaakov, which therefore Esav is the Bechar, as it's explained in Kabbalah and Chassidus, that the Sherish of Esav is an Eilam which is higher than the Sherish of Yaakov, which is an Eilam Through Yaakov being Mevar, the Nitzit Kedusha, of Tayu, which are in Esav, and he uplifts them to their Sherish, so then the level of Yaakov, which is Tikkun, is elevated as well and it thereby achieves its ultimate goal and purpose. And this is another reason why the Pasuk details the kings of Edim who reigned Lefnei Melach Melech Levnei Yisrael. Because this alludes to the greatness that Yaakov reaches through the Biru of Esav. As it's known that the Shurish of the kings of Edim is the Malkin Kadmain de Tayu. And therefore, that's why they were Malchul Lefnei Melech Melech Levnei Yisrael. Because in their Shurish they are higher. And therefore, or earlier than the Malchi Yisrael, which is the level of Tikkun. So it's through the beer of Eilam HaTayu, that you get to the Shlemus of Eilam HaTikin, which will be in its completion and wholeness with the coming of Mashiach. Now we're going to continue and further talk about this idea, and we're going to talk about it in the context of a person's Avedas Hashem. And in the process, we're also going to answer question number three. In question number three, we asked, why does the Mashal have to say that once the king found the Margolis, he niaches offer ha'ofer that he put aside the offer in the Tzreris, and he occupied himself with the Margolis. Of course he put aside the offer in the The whole purpose was in order to find the Margolis. So of course he put aside the offer in the Tzreris. I should just say, once he found the Margolis, he occupies himself with the Margolis. 
So this is the Hirat Yidin in the time of Golos. The Yerida and Golos, and especially this last Golos of Edim, is in order to be Mavar than its Saitis that are found in physical objects. Through this, the Neshama is elevated from its Shavish, since the Shavish of the Nitzaitzis are in Toyu, which is higher than the Shavish of the Neshama, which, as we said, is in Tikkun. And Chazal alluded to the Aveda of Bir Nitzaitzis in the Moshul of the Margolis, which is among the Offer and Sreiris. The Margolis is a Moshul of the Nitzis Kedusha, which fell into the Offer and Sreiris, which represent, Offer and Sreiris, the two types of physical objects. Offer represents the physical objects which only conceal and hide the Nitzaitzis Kedusha. A yid through their Aveda is able to mimavar these Nitzaitzis and elevate them to their Shayrish, which simply speaking refers to all physical things, all physical objects which don't involve an Avera. And Shayrish represents physical objects which are Rag Gomer to the extent that one can extract from them through a regular Aveda. Not through doing, we're not referring to if a person does an Aveda and then does Aveda Satshuva. Through the regular Aveda of following what it says in Torah, a person cannot extract from them the Nitzitz Kedusha. Now they also have a Margolis, meaning a Nitzitz Kedusha, because otherwise they can't exist. However, it's in a state of total concealment. And these objects must be pushed away. So again, these are objects which involve an Avera, which a person can elevate and have to be pushed away. However, even after Higiyel Amargolis, before one can busy oneself with it, with the Nitzayt Zikdusha, one must first be warned that Hiniyech has to offer. That's why it says Hiniyech has to offer. There's a message over here. One must show that the physical objects on their own, if not for the Margolis, if not for the Nitzayt Zikdusha, hold no value to them. And that the reason they are busy with them is only in order to extract the Nitzayt Zikdusha, which are hidden in them. And this is the reason that Hiniyech has to offer is important for obtaining the Margolis. Like in the Marshal, it seems to imply that in order for the king to come to Venis Asik Bemargolis, to occupy himself with the Margolis, there first has to be a special action of Eniyach as offer. Now we can understand why. When a person values the physical objects for what they are on their own, so then not only won't they be able to proper, properly extract any tzitzis from them, but moreover it can cause that the involvement of the physical will cause a descent in the Neshama, a Yerida in the Neshama, the total opposite. Specifically when a person's eating, drinking, and all other physical matters are in a manner that the person is maniach, the offer and sreiris in them, the gashmi is on its own, so then they can be properly mevired in its and this affects a great elevation in the neshama. Now we're going to move on to answering questions 4, 5, and 6, which were the three questions on Rashi. Number one, why does Rashi say, Number two, why does Rashi start off only talking about Chil and ends off only talking about Tzreiris? So why does he switch from Chil to Tzreiris? And number three, why does Rashi say, instead of Hiniach, he says, Mashlich, the person throws away the Tzreiris. So according to this, we can also understand the differences found in Rashi. With this, Rashi hints in the Yenish Altair of Rashi to the details of the Seder Avedah of Avedah Sabirim. The main Avedah, first of all, is in Chel. That's where Rashi talks about only Chel, that the Margolis is lost in the Chel, and not in Tzreiris, from which one normally is unable to extract the Nitzikdesha from. Like we said, that the Tzreiris represents the physical objects, which are Rag Gomer. So the Aved more specifically, is only in the Chel. And therefore, a person must first be Memashmeish Bachel. One must search in the Chel where the Margolis is found, and not in the Tzveris where it isn't found. Afterwards, a person must do a Birr of the Chel, which is a mixture of Tev and Ra. And the person is Kaivrei Bikvara, he sifts with a sifter to completely separate between the Tev and Ra, until one extracts the Margolis, which is the Nitzis which is in it. And then Rashi concludes, as does the Medrash, with the warning of Mishamatsa Humashlechas Atzeris Miyadeh. 
that one must throw away the separated Ra. And here also, by Rashi, the remaining Khail is called Tzreiris. Because as long as a person didn't separate the Tay from the Ra, so then the physical objects are an entity of Khail. They only concealed in it to Telekos. However, through Kaivre Bikvara, where one separates the Tay from the Ra, one completely separates the Tay from the Ra, so this then transforms the Khail into Tzreiris. Because there's no longer an exclusion in them. And then these service have to be entirely disposed of since it no longer has any Tevir Gdusha and it's Ra Gomer. So now we understand why Rashi starts off talking about Chel, because the Avedis more specifically, is only in Chel, the physical objects which have a Nitzis Gdusha which can be extracted from them. And then Rashi says at the end, Tzreiris, because once the Nitzis Gdusha is extracted from the physical object, then this physical object becomes like Tzreiris. And once a person does it, it's not just that they're serious, but it has to be mashlich. What's the lotion of mashlich? To throw it away. And Avedis Adam, this means that the complete bureau of physical objects is only possible when one's mindset is that the physical objects on their own, so not only don't they have any value, which therefore one fa- once one finds them are godless, then he niyechas offer, they put it on the side, but moreover, they are tzreiris. And therefore, meaning there's a Dover Amazik, something dangerous, something damaging. So therefore, immediately upon finding the Margolis, so one is Mashlech HaSatzreiris. And in the words of Chazal, that Teichei Ochal and Kliposei Zarak, that in order for it to be Teichei Ochal, there has to be Kliposei Zarak, it has to be thrown away. Because once the Nitzitz Klusha is extracted from it, so not only is there no value in it, but it's a Dover Amazik. And so it has to be Mashlech HaSatzreiris. Now we're going to move on to explain how this is all connected specifically to Yaakov Avinu. So the Aveda of Biran and Tzitzis primarily began with the Aveda of Yaakov. And the reason is because the main preparation for Matan Terah began through Yaakov. And as we'll see how Biran and Tzitzis is connected to the Aveda of Matan Terah. And this is also true on the simple level. That Golas Mitzrayim, which was a preparation for Matan Terah, began with the descent of Yaakov and his sons to Mitzrayim. So we see also on a simple level how the preparation for Ma'antero, which is Golos Mitzrayim, began with Yaakov. What is the accomplishment of Ma'antero that is connected to Yaakov? So the accomplishment of Ma'antero is the Amshachas Elokus, which is higher than the Elamis, drawing a level of Elokus which is higher than the Elamis into the Elamis. And it's only through this, the Amshachas Elokus, which is higher than the Elamis into the Elamis, that the Biru can be Bishlemis in a way that it's Mashlech Esat This could only be accomplished through Amshachas Elokus, which is higher than the Elamis. And the reason is because compared to the air, relative to the air, which is not higher than the Elamis, but rather which is Malubish in the Elamis, so then the world has significance. The world is Tefes Makim. It's an air that recognizes the world, and the world is Tefes Makim on that level. So therefore, a person can't do Birin and Tzaitzitz Bishlemis in such a way that they're Mashlechas Atzreiris, that the Gashmis has no significance whatsoever. And this is the reason that Rashi teaches the Mashal of the Margolis by Yaakov, and not earlier by Noach and Avram. Although Noach and especially Avram were Mavar the ten generations that preceded them, but nevertheless the world still remained a Metzius, and therefore Rashi doesn't bring the Moshul of the Margolis, which represents the Avedis Aburim Bishlemus by Noach and Avram. And nevertheless, at the same time, Rashi mentions the ten generations of Noach and Avram, and in relation to the Moshul of the Margolis in our parsha. So although by Noach and Avram he doesn't mention this Moshul, but here where he brings the Moshul by Yaakov, he mentions that the same is also true by Noach and Avram. And the reason he does this is to hint that the bearer of Yaakov, which is Amshachas Elokus, which is higher than the Elamis, in order to accomplish 
that you could come to a place of mashlechas atzreiris could only be done specifically after the beer of Noach and Avram. So Rashi, although by Noach and Avram, he doesn't mention the mashal, but he mentions them over here where he brings the mashal of the Margolis to tell us that you first need Noach and Avram to get to Yaakov. Noach achieved the beer of matters that are connected to the world. Before the Avedah of Noach, it was Mala Aretz Chamas. The world itself was corrupt. Noach accomplished that the world should be a proper world. And for this reason, the curse's bris with Noach was for the existence of the world. Like it says, Eid kol yimei ha'aretz la'yishbaisu. So Nayach brought a Shlemus in the world itself. The accomplishment of Avram was Gilead Elikus in the world. Like it says, But it was a level of Elikus that's connected to the world. And we can say that this is also true regarding the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach, that after Avram it had to be done in a way not just for the functioning of the world, like by Nayach, but also to bring Elikus into the world. And through these two, there can then be the Bir of Yaakov. The beer of Yaakov was the preparation for Matan Terah, which accomplished that Gili Likus, which is higher than the Eilumis, should be drawn down, should be Nimshach. And this leads to the complete and full beer of the world. So we see how this is connected specifically to Yaakov Avinu, who Yaakov was the Hachana, the main preparation for Matan Terah. In conclusion, so just like by the Aved of Bir of every individual yid, it has to be in the manner of Misha Motso, who So the same is true regarding Klai Yisrael. Where do we see the Aved of Bir by Klai Yisrael as a whole? So the whole purpose of Golas is that Klai Yisrael does the Aved of Bir in all times and places. And as it says about Golas Mitzrayim, that which refers to the Nitzaytzis Kedusha, which were extracted from Mitzrayim. So the Aveda of Bir Nitzitzis for Kala Yisrael as a whole is referring to the whole Aveda of Golis. And therefore, once the time of Golis came to an end by Golis Mitzrayim, so since it has to be in a manner of Misha Motzah, so once it came to an end, meaning that we already found the Mar Golis, so then Hashem took us out Kaherifayin. Because Lachari, you could ask, what was the rush? The Shibud enslavement already ended, and the Yidin were in the best part of the land. They were in Eretz Gaishin, Metava Eretz. So what was the rush not to remain for even another short while? And the answer is, it's because that's the Seder of Berenitaitis. Immediately after finding the Margolis, Mishem so we must discard the Tzreris, Humashlachas Tzreris. And the same is true by the conclusion of the Birurim and the Gula from this final Golis of Golis Adim, when we'll finish the Vedas Birurim of all Golis, which it says, it'll be like Mitzrayim, that immediately when the time comes, so then Miyad Heinigolim, right away, all Yudin will leave all lands and come with Mashiach. To Eretz Asher Ine Avayel Kechabot Eretz Yisrael in the Gula Mitzvah Shleima Bekarav Mamish.